Welcome to the jungle. A very good Monday to you. All right, so we got a short week, as you know. So what that means to you is you don't want to waste any time. You want to get right at it. So what do you say we get right at it? Telephone number is 1-800-636-8686. How was your weekend? How you living? What's going on? If you want to hit me up on the X, I would love to see that too, at Jim Rome. Email me at Rome, R-O-M-E, at haveatake.com. Good, good show. Really good show. Check this out. Coming up at 940, Andrew Whitworth. Talk some NFL with the big man. Second hour is wide open. Third hour is a great hour, a busy hour. Top of hour number three, big head bets. James Kelly and I. And by the way, the head won another NFL weekend. So that's a good thing. Got a great matchup tonight. The repeat, rematch of the Super Bowl and a tough game to bet. So we'll get into that. You've got Philadelphia and Kansas City, the big head and I, at 11 o'clock straight up. I'm going to close the show with a conversation with one of the all-time greats, Barry Sanders. Barry Sanders at 1140. So like I said, it's setting up really nicely. Andrew Whitworth, big head bets, Barry Sanders, me, you, the XR4TI, short holiday week. Let's get it. Come on now. Step it up. Start dialing. 1-800-636-8686. Hit me up on the X or go ahead and email me. Rome, R-O-M-E at haveatake.com. It's Monday morning, so no Michigan fan, no Michigan man. I'm not starting with you. I'm going to start the way I always do on a Monday with the NFL whip around. So coming off the weekend we're coming off of, where do you think I would start in the NFL? If you had to guess, it's kind of a fun game, right? What do you think I'm going to lead with? How about this? And I can't believe that I'm going to do this. I can't believe I'm about to say this. I didn't think that I would say this anytime, well, ever, frankly. Here it is. Wait for it. Coming in three, two, one. Broncos country. Let's ride. Let's ride. Can't believe it. I just said it. Hey, Broncos country. Let's ride. Broncos country. Let's ride. How about that old spud? Broncos country. Russell Wilson. Apparently there is still some magic left in that old sack of potatoes. And apparently Sean Payton can still coach. And not just coach, but coach his ass off. That old school San Diego area clone somehow has that team back to 5-5 five and five after one of the ugliest 1-5 starts ever. A start so brutal that we all essentially just left that team for dead in a flaming ditch on the side of the road. Yet look at these guys now. Now they're somehow, some way, actually in postseason contention. And Russett does deserve his share of credit because this dude has earned it. He has reinvented himself. He's now third in the NFL in passer rating behind only Purdy and Tua. He leads the NFL in fourth quarter comebacks and game-winning drives. I mean, this dude was dead. This dude was a sack of potatoes. This guy was washed. He had nothing. Now look at him. I'm not saying that he's Seattle prime, Russ, but he is much better. Like somehow, some way, this guy did reinvent himself. I didn't think anybody expected that much of a turnaround. I don't think anybody expected anything short of a Peyton potato blowout. A total implosion. Yeah, credit to Sean for getting rid of this dude's personal coaches, 
parking spot, office on the second floor, and somehow getting his career back on track. And credit to Russett for somehow bouncing back from one of the most brutal off-season smack takedowns ever. Happy to give the sack of potatoes some run, some shine, some credit, because the guy's earned it. He really has. He took a lot of heat, and he really has earned whatever shine or run you want to give him because he's turned it around. Happy to throw, what I'm saying? Happy to throw Cringerous, an attaboy, attapotato, or attaboy. Sack of potatoes. (laughs) One more time, everybody. Broncos country. Broncos country. Let's Let's cheese. Wait, sorry. Broncos country. Old habits die hard, right? Broncos Broncos country. Let's hide. Broncos country. No, that's not it. Let's ride. That's not it either. I'm still not used to the whole good vibes in Broncos country. That's the problem. I'm not used to that. One more try. Broncos country. Broncos country. Let's ride. Broncos country. They earned it. They earned it. Just getting back to 500 is practically a Super Bowl appearance. So if you flip those Bronco vibes on their head, then you probably get the vibes in Pittsburgh right about now. Am I right? Because everybody in the Berg knows they have an offense that's not riding anywhere. Hell, the Steeler players know that offense is not riding anywhere. Yeah, I get it. Nobody looks good against the Browns' defense. Fair. But nobody looks worse than the Steelers. And every quarterback has a rough day against the likes of Miles Garrett and company. But tiny hands had more than a rough day. I mean, it actually justifies the alarm. His day was so bad, I can justify popping that alarm. I mean, dude was horrendous. He was. Tiny hands just got outplayed by a fifth-round rookie making his second career start yesterday. And Matthew Nova Scotia's offense was just outgained for the 10th straight time this season. And if you're tired of watching that crap, you're not the only one. Even the Steeler players themselves are tired of watching that crap. Tired of being a part of that crap. Tired of their own offense. Check out Najee Harris after the game. There's just a lot of stuff that just goes around that just, it's just, it's just that you guys don't see. Um, that's what I'm, it's just, I'm just at a point where it's just like, man, I'm just, I'm just tired of this you can do two things. You can look at the record and say, okay, we're still good right now. But look at the record and be like, if we keep playing this type of football, how long is that going to last? Right. I look at it like, how long is that going to last? I mean, where do I start? Number one, that is not a guy to sit around and just let it go like that. Number two, that line about, you know, you can look at your record and say, hey, we're good. We're fine. We're six and four. Or you can look at our record and say, how long is that bleep going to last? And he effectively said, that's how I'm looking at it. Like, how long can we keep this up? I look at it like, how long is that going to last? He said there are two ways of looking at it, but I'm going to look at it that way. How long is that bleep going to last? I look at it like, how long is that going to last? That's some serious bleep right there. I mean, that's a star running back in the middle of the offense saying, hey, Matt, how long do you think we can keep this up? We know we're fraudulent. Effectively, he's saying that. We know we're fraudulent. We know we're not what our record says we are. How long is that bleep going to last? 
Like, here we all are wondering, how the hell are these guys 6-4? and How the hell are the Steelers 6-4? and And now we know the Steelers themselves are also sitting around wondering, how the hell are we 6-4? and And I would say that that clip is bad news for Matthew Saskatchewan. But apparently that dude is bulletproof in the eyes of Mike Tomlin. Even though his offense gets outgained every single week. And that offense is basically unwatchable every single week. Even to the dudes who are in the offense, playing offense. Like Pickett had a horrible game. A horrible game. Nova Scotia is doing a horrible job. I mean, not to be harsh, but he is horrible at his job. They're outgained every single week. So if Pickett had a horrible game, and Nova Scotia is horrible at his job, it's a pretty lethal combination, right? But give Tiny Hands this. Because again, you know me. I'm looking to lift people up. I'm always looking for the positive. I'm the ultimate glasses half full guy. Ask anybody. Hey, what do you think about Jim Rome? Oh, glasses half full. Hey, man, what do you think about Rome? Oh, very positive guy. People know this about me, right? So let me give you what you want. Let me give you what you know. Tiny Hands had a horrible game, but, but, at least he made it to the end of the game. At least he threw for 100 yards and finished the game. Coog Hunter, segue, Coog Hunter accomplished neither of those things. Now, we've been asking for weeks and weeks and weeks, what would it take for Bob Sala to finally pull Zach Wilson. I mean, it became such a controversy that when it came up a couple of weeks back on a local radio program, he could do nothing except plead the fifth. I'm going to plead the fifth on all this one. (laughs) Very smooth, Coach. Very smooth. Hey, by the way, we all kept a receipt on that one. You pleading the fifth. Anyway, yesterday, yesterday apparently was the last stand on Coog Hunter Hill. Because they finally yanked this dude in the middle of getting absolutely destroyed by the Bills. And it was not, quote, same bleep, different day for Buffalo yesterday. That was a big get-right game for them. A must-win game. I mean, must-win times 100. They had to have it. And not only did they have to have that game, but to me, they had to win it a certain way. And they won it in a way they had to. A total beatdown and humiliation of the J-E-T-S. A beatdown that feels like the end of the fantasy. The fantasy that Zach Wilson was better. That Zach Wilson had matured, evolved. That Zach Wilson could take this team anywhere at all. I mean, you want to talk about a fantasy. Dude didn't even complete a pass to a wide receiver yesterday. Do I need to say that again? He did not even complete a pass to a wide receiver. Couldn't even get one ball, not one ball, to Garrett Wilson. Even that was asking too much. You know, a young stud like that. And you can't even get that guy one ball. And then when it was put to Bob Sala after the game, even he was at a loss for words and couldn't figure out how to answer that question. Um, You know what? I I don't have an answer for that. Obviously, we'll we'll go back and watch all the tape and just, uh, but none of it, like I said, it was whether it's. Separation, being more decisive, protecting. Um, like I said, none of it was good enough. 
Yeah, I get that. I understand pleading the fifth on that one, too. Yeah, I don't think you need to study the tape, Bob. I know you don't need to study the tape, Bob. You were there. You saw it live. I know you don't even think you have to study the tape. And you've been the most loyal guy ever to that guy. But if you want to put that tape on, it's just going to show you what it's been showing you every single week since you guys drafted. Not even this year, but since you drafted the CH. He did not complete a ball to a wide receiver because, and I don't want to talk over anybody's head when I say this, because he's not a good quarterback. Not good. I have another theory. You know why he didn't complete a single pass to a wide receiver? He's not good at his job either. And no, Bob, he's not improving. And I'm not looking to be gratuitous. I'm not looking to be a hot take factory. I'm not looking to pile on. But brah, Tommy DeVito is already better than you, Coog Hunter. And he's just some local Jersey kid who still lives with his parents and brags that mom still makes his bed and cooks for him. How many local Jersey area kids do you think the Jets could go into the streets and pull that would be better than Zach Wilson? How many dudes are just sitting around the North Jersey area with their thumbs up their asses that could give the Jets more than the Coug Hunter right now? I'm guessing more than a few. We know of at least one for sure. Because Tommy DeVito is once again already better than the Coog Hunter. You need facts. You need me to prove this to you. So it doesn't sound like just some gratuitous blast. All right. Here's some data. DeVito's got the same number of TDs as Coog Hunter in six fewer starts. DeVito has put up a three-touchdown day in a division game on the road yesterday. Say what you want about Washington. But it's still all those things. A division game on the road and a three TD game. Coog Hunter has never had a three TD day in his career against anybody in 30 starts. And it feels like if we gave him another 30 starts, he still wouldn't come close. But DeVito just did. As it stands right now, I'm not sure Coog Hunter will get another start. Although with Bob's loyalty and lack of options... And it's a short week for them. Who knows, right? It's not like Jet fans can be thrilled watching Tim Boyle either. It's not like Tim Boyle is going to be thrilled watching Tim Boyle either. It's not like Tim Boyle is going to save their season. But at least Tim Boyle is not the Coog Hunter. A.K.A. a QB that can't even jog onto the field without embarrassing himself and the organization. I mean, what an insane moment that was. That almost does feel gratuitous, but it happened. You you want to talk about having something on film. Everything goes on film. You always hear players say that. Hey, man, I know. I know that what I do out there is going on film. Yeah, well, this went on film. Forget leading the Jets to wins. Forget throwing a touchdown pass. Forget completing even one pass to a wide receiver. Forget all that. This dude can't even jog onto the field without tripping over himself and eating turf. Shout out to the CBS crew for rolling back that replay and putting this dude on blast. Watch Zach on the right, taking the field. Oh, Oh dear. Watch. Oh, 
Dude, you want to talk about sniper fire. Like, <laughs> that is incredible. I hate to say it, and I know it happens to us all. And who am I to say that about the second pick overall in the NFL draft when I'm just some middle-aged dude behind a white desk? But come on, man. Happens to us all. That doesn't happen to us all. I have never walked out into life, into the street, and turned around and fell on my head. (laughs) Oh, dear. Incredible. No, yes, I did walk into a camera twice. But I never got tangled up in my own feet and then walked into the camera. That was incredible. Quote, oh dear. Oh Oh dear. Oh dear. Oh dear pretty much sums up the entire experience of watching the Coog Hunter every single week. Basically the nicest way you could describe that experience. Oh dear. Oh dear. Oh dear. Dude just fell on his back. Oh dear. Dude just fell on his head. Oh dear. With nobody within 50 yards of him. Oh dear. With any luck, Jet fan. That experience is now over. Not that you have a lot of great options, but hopefully the Coog Hunter experience has now come to an end. Now, you know, Misery loves... Uh, we're running kind of late here. Uh, let's not finish this take. Uh, the Coog Hunter fell on his head. I want to talk oh about the Chargers. I think you know this is a big Brandon Staley house, but even I have my limits. There's no way I can defend or justify him throwing that temper tantrum after they threw another game that they should have won yesterday. I mean, Brandon, you got to be better. You got to do better. I know your defense has to be better and has to do better, but you as the coach of that team cannot be lashing out at the media for asking the most obvious questions ever. Namely, why is your defense still terrible? He, he could not have handled that much worse than he did. I mean, bad enough that the Chargers' social media took down the video from the X. That bad. So I want to get there, too. Meantime, Albie, don't go to break yet. Let me just check and see if there's any reaction. I want to kind of get a, a pulse of... Oh, break. I guess we're not going to check any reaction. All right, Albie, whatever you want. Hey, whatever you say, Alvin. Alvin's world. Dell's Black Friday event is their biggest sale of the year. Shop limited time deals on laptops like the stylish, innovative XPS 13. It is engineered to do it all on the Intel Evo platform. Plus, save big on ultra-sharp monitors and top-brand accessories. It is the perfect time to upgrade any home, business, or gaming setup. Powered by Intel Core processors. Shop right now at dell.com slash deals to take advantage of huge savings and free shipping. Again, that's dell.com slash deals. You're listening to The Jim Rome Show. I've got Andrew Whitworth coming up in 15 minutes from Mark. Don't forget... Don't miss See Better. Drive safer month at O'Reilly Auto Parts, where you'll get great deals on wiper blades, headlight bulbs, cleaning products, and more. Get up to a $20 O'Reilly gift card after rebate on select purchases and their professional parts people will even install your wiper blades for free. Get ready for the weather ahead. 
during See Better Drive Safer Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Stop by your local store or visit O'ReillyAuto.com. Trust the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. So I couldn't even cover the entire NFL that I wanted to get to in the opening whip. And that was a pretty long whip. But I've got more thoughts. And Andrew Whitworth, of course, who is great, will have thoughts. That's coming up at 940. Barry Sanders at 1140. And the reason we're doing him is there's a brand new documentary dropping on the great mystery of Barry Sanders. Why did he quit when he quit? Why did he retire at age 31 in his prime? Why did he retire when he was like 1,450 some odd yards away from the all-time rushing record in the NFL? I mean, there were so many theories back then and still so many theories right now. Theories other than that's just a different dude and records didn't mean that much to him. But there's another doc. I've seen the doc. It's very good. So we're going to talk to him at 1140, and we'll see what Barry shares. A little bit of reaction for you right now. Hey, Jim. Kind of sounded like Ryan in Sacktown was on the call when the CH went down. I mean, just listen to that laugh. Ho, 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 Johnny boy. Watch Zach on the right taking the field. Oh, oh dear. Oh, Johnny boy in New York. So you got Tony Romo even laughing. Like Tony Romo played quarterback. Tony Romo is a real good athlete. I don't even think you have to be an elite athlete like Tony Romo to take the field and backpedal without falling down. I mean, it's just the optics are incredible, right? How do you expect this guy to stand in the pocket with people coming at him and rushing him, looking to take his head off? Well, maybe not that anymore. Because the league's pro- the rules prohibited, but you're asking the guy to stand in under fire, go through his progressions, hold on to the ball, and take a shot and make a throw. Yet he can't get on the field without falling. It's Watch incredible. That. On the right, taking the. I field. mean, I put that right up there with the butt fumble. <laughs> oh dear, honestly. Oh, Johnny boy. Maybe even worse. There was nobody within like 50 yards of the guy. That might be a slight exaggeration. Maybe 48. It's an incredible piece of video. And while it could happen, here's the thing. While it could happen to anybody, it happened to that guy. The last guy that that could happen to. But it happened to that guy. But then again, is it any surprise that it happened to that guy? Listen, the Coog Hunter, say what you want about him. He's athletic now. He is athletic. Nobody ever accused him of not being athletic or mobile. Yet he can't take the field without taking a header. It's incredible video. Hey, Rome, you talk about being born on third base. DeVito's got a humming offense to run, and I am surrounded by chumps. And it's windy out there when I play. But now I learn... He's got a mom making his bed every morning. I will be thinking about this all season long. Warmly, lonely Coog Hunter in Jersey. It's windy as hell out there, too. Well played, Tim and Seabus. Hey, Rome, Zach Wilson is historic ass. Get this guy off my TV. It's painful to watch. With Bob Sala hopping off, I think I'm the last one standing on Coog Hunter Hill. Yours, Steve Garvey. Mike on Toronto. You know, if you do something long enough, other than Orenthal, 
all these things end up going away. Like all the six references, the padre of your country, all, all of that went away. It took years. It took years for me to flush that all out. But I finally did, Mike. I don't need you to bring that back. Remember back in the day, all I ever heard was pumping chicks, pumping chicks, pumping chicks. Yeah, because that's an appropriate line. But it it went away. I finally, I was eight. You know what it is? It's a war of attrition. I knew I could outlast the, quote, pumping chicks rhetoric. And I did. I won. And you're trying to bring it back, Mike. I'm not having it. I'm not having it. Hey, Jim, did you say the Jets have a boil? I can watch during the game. Sign me up. Sincerely, Dr. Pimple Popper. Paul in Albany wore Johnny Zidiot face going on Dr. Pimple Popper. I feel like I stopped on that show inadvertently once, and that's all it took. Like, uh, tell me I'm wrong. I don't want to speak. I don't want to be wrong, but when we're talking about popping pimples, aren't the zits that that dude's going after bigger than actual human heads? I, I don't know. I just know that when I see that in the channel guide, man, bam, I go right through that. All right, I want to stay on track. I've got a very specific window with Andrew Whitworth, so I'm going to get out on time and be on my very best clock behavior. Clock management, yo. Who do I look like? The big fella? Mike McCarthy? No, I'm all about clock management. I know how to run that clock. Speaking of which, you check out that act between Atric and Gemma? Wow. Way to get to that, Jarrah. And way to handle it like that. Let's get you a sports update. Andrew Whitworth. Live from Southern California, this is the Jim Rome Show on CBS Sports Radio. Short week, so keep in mind, Monday is an ATP day, so you want to get it in. Time to ask the pros. You clones get to ask me a question. And as always, brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Go to cbssportsradio.com slash ask the pros. Listen later on. I might answer one of yours. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts. For all of your car care needs, get the parts and service you need fast. From the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts, we are efforting Andrew Whitworth. In the meantime, like Dino in Vegas, I would never expect this guy to get over on anybody ever for any reason. He's Dino in Vegas. But Dino is winning this one particular battle. Rome, quote, what's up, baby boy? What's up, baby boy? Signed Dino in Vegas. He's talking about my dude, Eddie, in New York City. Eddie has had the Coog Hunters back throughout. Like, almost irrationally so, but just continuing to have this guy's back. He's fine. He's fine. He's a great athlete. He's going to be good. I'm telling you, Romy, I'm telling you, you're being too hard on him. You're being too hard on him. Give him a chance. Give him a chance. Give him time. He just needs time. He's better. He's the guy. He's the one. Baby boy, get off my guy. Dino's like, what's up, baby boy? And Eddie's been nowhere to be found of late. (laughs) Oh, dear. And Romy's my homie. Abigail is in. The Coog Hunter is going to... Abby. 
Uh, only Abby. Like, even the dudes don't send in submissions like this. Abby, quote, the kook hunter is going to, and then in bold, nail DeVito's mom. No question. She can make his bed and his breakfast in the AM. Who wouldn't want that? Abby, you're on the line, Abby. I mean, Abby, you could talk football. And Planet Wilson won. Mr. Rome, oh dear. That's what I said. Regards, the dude who shot Bambi. (laughs) Oh dear. Wore the triumphant return of Rome's paper crumpler. We're paperless, dude. Now I just have to hit delete. It's easy. That's how it used to sound back in the day. When I was unhappy with the submission. Pretty efficient system. Print an email. Send it into the studio. Have one of my guys walk it into the studio. I read it. I crumple it up. I'm infuriated. And I jack up the environment. Pretty efficient. Throw it in the trash. Recycle. That that was all worth it. Repeat. Every day. The Angry Bird. Dear Jim. I didn't like dealing with the Chargers team media either. All right, more on that in a minute. As promised. We are joined right now by a former NFL offensive tackle. He played 16 seasons for the Bengals and for the Rams. He won a Super Bowl, of course, with the Rams in 2022. He was the 2021 Walter Payton NFL Man of the Year, a four-time Pro Bowler, three-time All-Pro, a studio analyst for Prime Video's Thursday night football coverage. Prime Video will exclusively stream the first Black Friday NFL game between the Jets and the Dolphins Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern. We are joined right now by Andrew Whitworth via Zoom, no less. Andrew, what's going on? How are you? What's up, Rome? How we doing, brother? Good, dude. Great to see you. And I so appreciate the visit. And I'm not going to waste any time on this. Let me get right into it. Dude, what has gotten into the Broncos? They backed up their win over the Bills Monday night with another primetime win, snapping the Vikings' winning streak of five games in a row. Wit, what has happened to Sean Payton and Russell Wilson? How were they able to jumpstart their season and come together the way they have? Well, I think you look at Sean Payton. I mean, obviously a guy who's been successful in this league as a head coach and uh, comes from that Parcells mindset and, and, and how to run a team and do things. I, I think sometimes, you know, it takes something happening to create, all right, guys go, all right, we're going to listen to coach and trust the way he wants to do things. And you look at them getting their face peeled off against the Dolphins, an historic loss defensively, you know, probably bottom of the barrels you could possibly be. And since those moments, really, you've started to see just step by step, week by week, they're finding ways to win games. They're finding ways to make it ugly, play physical football, play better on defense. I mean, this defense has played remarkably well since that game. So I think really you're starting to see, uh uh-oh, maybe we should listen to coach and maybe we should think about the really the culture and the way we're going to do things uh, and go forward as a football team. And I think there's starting to be belief. And I think that's one of the most powerful things a football team can have is a confidence and belief in the system and the way they're going to go about things. And you see it in this Broncos football team. Andrew Whitworth is joining us. What about the Bills? They destroyed the Jets yesterday to stop the bleeding. We'll get to the Jets in a minute when we focus on that Black Friday game. But 
But did this win restore your confidence in the Bills, or are you going to have to see more from them than a win over the JETS? It did. I, I wanted to see them really play in a way that we all expected, you know, to start this season. We hope this this team would be one of those we're talking about contending to win the AFC and, and representing the Super Bowl. And uh, unfortunately, a lot of injuries defensively kind of sidetracked that. And I think you, th- I thought you saw kind of the air get let out of that defense a little bit when that happened, losing Matt Milano, um, Tredavis White, and those guys. But now you, you see them have this kind of thing. Can this be something they can build off of and get hot? Because obviously, with the Joe Burrow injury and the things that have happened in Cincinnati, there's an opening for them to try and attack and get in that playoff, get in there, have a chance to be in the tournament. And that's all you want. If they can be hot and Josh Allen can be on, uh, you know what? I think this team has the ability and talent to beat people. And so I think that this is really one of those teams you want to see. Can this be a second half surge from Buffalo Bills? And we can put them back in that chance and opportunity to be who's going to take down the AFC and be a chance to knock off the Chiefs. Andrew Whitworth is joining us because you mentioned the Bengals. Let me ask you about that. You spent 11 years in Cincinnati. Where do you come out on them right now? For instance, did their season effectively end when Joe Burrow was lost for the rest of the season or with that excellent receiving core and running back Joe Mixon, can you see a path to the playoffs if Jake Browning can somehow come in and manage games? I think the tough thing for them is the, the schedule. I mean, they have a tough schedule going forward. And and so I think if, if you were talking about, hey, they would be in a situation where they really just got to go in and have manageable quarterback play and be efficient, I, I, maybe you could make an argument for that. But I think you look at it, um, they've been a little beat up on the defensive side of the football too. Um, offensively, you know, need T. Higgins back for sure. But I, I think it's going to be a challenge for them to make the playoffs and be competitive uh, in the current situation. And and so that's unfortunate because that's a heck of a football team. But the good thing for them is Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, these guys are young. Uh, you know, they got a young football team. They're going to be a really good team in this in this AFC for a while now. So I don't think there's any reason to panic for the Cincinnati Bengals. I just think it's one of those years that injuries has uh, led to maybe probably going to be what an outcome you don't enjoy. Yeah. Yeah, it's too bad. I love them. I love them, and and I love Joe. I think Joe will be back. I hate to see that. That's not good for them or the league. Let me ask you this. You'll be a part of history this Friday night as Prime Video streams the first-ever NFL Black Friday game between the Jets and the Dolphins. Let me ask you, what about Miami? They beat the Raiders. They stay undefeated at home, but they are 0-3 against teams with a winning record. Miami, we know, can light you up offensively. I love their speed. I love their skill, but are they built to get to and win in the postseason? That's the question they haven't answered. And I think when you look at it, some of these better defenses, teams that have had a plan really to make Tua not be able to go to his first read, get the ball out as soon as he wants to, uh, have have really made them struggle. And then also – you know, let's be honest with the home record. We know the advantage they have the first half of the year with that weather, uh, the way that stadium set up your road teams. Uh, I still have no idea how that's even fair uh, being in, a, in the sun for that long. But, you know, they have a clear advantage in those games. And as the weather turns and it goes against them and you get into cold weather and a style of football where you're going to have to be physical uh, and you're going to have to be able to run the football in between those tackles, and, and teams are going to make you earn every yard. Can they play that style of football and show that they can keep winning? That's going to be the question they've got to answer before I think anybody really believes in the Miami Dolphins as a contender in the AFC. So, Andrew, what about the Jets? Robert Sala had continued to praise and back Zach Wilson before they finally benched him yesterday. What do you think Sala should do going forward? I know he doesn't have a whole lot of options, but in terms of quarterback, what should he do the rest of the season? 
You know, I think it's tough because we put ourselves in this situation. I think you look at it when Aaron Rodgers went down, that there's a reason people around the league and everyone covering the game and watching the Jets the last few years said that we've got to do something. we got to bring another quarterback in. Is there a guy available? Is there a trade that could happen uh, that could just manage you through the season? Because there's no guarantee Aaron Rodgers is coming back. I mean, we've seen their progress he's making. That's great. But those next steps in rehab and everything else of getting strength in your calf, being able to explode and push off that calf, that's a whole other thing than walking around or even throwing a football. So, it's those next steps that we have no idea if he comes back. And now we've got ourselves in a situation where we did nothing. We stuck with what we had and we're still relying on one of these quarterbacks to help us instead of making a move. And so I think the frustration has gone from just maybe the defense is a little upset with the offense to where that entire building is frustrated that we're not finding ways to win fan base is frustrated. And now they're saying, who's our options? Who could we get? Well, they're all gone. Carson Wentz, Joe Flacco, all these guys have already signed with other teams because we never made a move to just maybe secure a veteran quarterback who could help us if Zach Wilson didn't show the progress and get better like we hoped. Josh Dobbs, too. So let me ask you before you go, we're talking about a Black Friday game, right? So do you need to be a prime member in order to watch this game? This is this Black Friday is going to be open to anybody. You can come on there. Uh, I think it's going to be awesome. It's streamed to everyone. Get on Prime Video, watch the game. I can't wait to be a part of it. I mean, last year, to be a part of history and the first ever streaming product of the NFL uh, exclusively, and then now uh, the first ever Black Friday football uh, stream football game. It's it's insane, man. I, I can't wait for it. It's going to be an awesome opportunity for us and our crew. We love traveling every week, being on the road, and New York City is not going to be any different. Uh, we look forward to this week. Jets, Dolphins, it's going to be a lot of fun. It would Bonus question. I know I've got a window, but I know what you're talking about. I've done remotes. I've taken the show on the road. There's an element. It's hard, man. Now, you might not know any different because this is how you started your media career, but what's it like to take that show on the road every single week? Yeah, I think at times in the year, uh, you forget it's uh, it's every week. And so you, you get home, you get unpacked, and you're like, wait, I got to put everything back in that suitcase. I'm leaving in a couple days. So it, it is a challenge sometimes. and you're, you're tired from the trips, but it's so much fun. When we get in that arena, that stadium, the energy, uh, getting to talk about a game that changed you know my life and, and is something that I love and have a passion for, and getting to be around the players and the coaches and everything else. Uh, I don't think I ever realized I'd have this much fun doing this and, and the crew I'm doing it with, you know, on camera and behind the camera is awesome, man. We we are truly a traveling circus, a traveling family. We have a blast and we love doing what we do. So uh, we can look forward to this week and being a part of history. Uh, I think the last time I was at a Black Friday football game, it was LSU-Arkansas fighting for the boot, Jim. So uh, you know all about that in the SEC. So. Uh, you know, this is going to be exciting for us. I love it. Good for you. And you're really good at it, dude. Really good at it. Andrew Whitworth, our guest. Really appreciate you, big dude. Thanks for doing that. Have a great week. Have a great time on Black Friday. And I hope you and I can do it again soon. Yep. Sounds good, brother. Appreciate it. Be good. Appreciate you. Andrew Whitworth is really good. He's he's one of those guys that stepped right into that role, not surprisingly, and is just dominating that space. He's really interesting, really funny, really insightful. I mean, one of those guys, you really care what he has to say. And I think that says everything, you know, not and not just saying things to say things, but has tremendous insight, really good anecdotally. And I think they have great chemistry on that show. I like that show. So that is a Black Friday event. And yeah, that came with a conditional pitch. But that's interesting. You don't need to be a member or a subscriber to Prime Video to watch that game. So check it out. My thanks to Big Wit. Dear Jim. 
I love the reinvention project with Brian Johnson. It was an epic interview. But why didn't you ask him about the Back in Black album or what it was like replacing Bon Scott in ACDC? Thanks, the clones. Alex in Windsor. Different Brian Johnson. But it was great, though. He and I had a great time chopping that up. And let me ask you something, Alex. Did you even listen to the podcast or were you just looking for that gratuitous joke? I had a great exchange last night with a guy that I absolutely love. And I'm not doing this to name drop, but it actually is similar in this regard. I got a text last night out of the blue from Brian Koppelman. Brian Koppelman is one of the geniuses behind the show Billions. Brian Koppelman is one of the most interesting, intelligent, best dudes I know. I want to share what he texted me about and the exchange we had and how Robert Plant came up, and he was all over me about the way I handled that. Remember, Brian Koppelman's got a music background. He couldn't believe it when I told him the story. He didn't know the Plant story. All right, all of that coming up. Don't go anywhere. More on the NFL next.